Hello and welcome to episode 86 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. I hope this episode finds you well as always. James and Jake joining you once again, but live. We're going old school. Old school, terrible quality because it's, on, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's streaming at you. <laughs> yeah, it will be uh, taken down tonight and re-uploaded and you'll also notice I'm sort of sitting in front of two microphones. That's because um, it will be... For our audio listeners, you won't notice a diff- difference really because I will, you will get the lovely audio quality sound, but our live streamers that have come in with us tonight. It's for your ASMR channel that you're going to start doing. Yeah, exactly. The binaural uh, <laughs> microphones going on, that sort of thing. It's a sleeping yeah, channel. Obviously, we've just come back off the Plymouth match. That's why we're doing this. We're going to try and do li- a couple more live podcasts into the mix, throw one in every month or so if we can. Um, like the olden days of the Dexterity Box post show. However, um, we do, we will still run these in the format we used to run them, yep. so they will still go in the uh, the normal podcast order. But obviously, because we're coming hot off the match, that will be a big talk about it. We'll also include some comments at that point about the match, and then if you want to stick around to the end, if anybody's got any general topics, we'll throw them in as well for the uh, podcast. But we will start traditionally as we always do. Other than what we've just seen, Jake, how's your week been, mate? It's been good actually. I've managed to like. Finally, since having this house, we've managed to clear a load of rubbish out of the gardens. I've now got a back garden that clear. I've got a front garden that clear. And now got this whole thing of having a wife going, can we do this with it? Can we do that with it? And I'm like, I don't know. Let me just enjoy it being tidy <laughs> for like five <laughs> seconds. Uh, but it's good. It's, I've also got a toddler who now's four going on 14 and it's horrible. It's an horrible age. If you've got kids. Oh, you're you just to... you're basically saying you hate your daughter on uh, at the minute, yeah. The internet, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right now, I really do. She's just not fun to be around at the minute. Uh, it just because it's that whole thing of her being in school all day, having to be sit sit still and be good at school and listen, and then she gets back to us and it's like, I don't want to do that anymore. I've had enough. I'd I'd, I'd rather just not. So I I get it. I understand it. It just it's hard when you're trying to juggle everything else. Oh well, but. Apart from that, it's been a good week. A lot of things in place and plans hopefully going ahead in November. So there might be something that we might be able to do a special there if we can arrange it, which could be good. Uh, but yeah, it's... <laughs> I just read that. We can't read the chat live <laughs> because we're going to try and keep this a normal podcast, but it's a bit... Where's <laughs> they just writing going, go, that's okay, punk. I hate mine too. It's normal. We'll try and keep this podcast yeah. really, but you will make us laugh. So carry on. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's been good. How's your week been? It's been quite, I know I say busy a lot, but we've moved Soph up to a job. We're doing a lot of that. So I'm doing a lot of driving at the minute on top of all my other work. So yeah, it's been a bit mad and it's going to be worse this week, actually. Um, Time so, to start saving for a new car, mate. I've seen Fantastic. All right. <laughs> all right. I'll give, you I, the I, gaff- I'll give you the roll of gaffer tape if it starts like, things dropping off. That I bought that four brands. years ago with some TV money I did. And well, that's not bad then. And then I ran it into the ground and it's still run into the ground. And it was a, it's a very second-hand car when I bought it. I don't like overly financing things, right? I'm yeah. always that person who Makes wants sense. the freedom to be able to move to job to job if I need to. And I don't want to tie myself down. I know I'm talking about buying a house, so I know I'm going to have to <laughs> make that a thing soon. But like, yeah, that is a bit, That's a big tying yourself down somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you can't do what they do in the state where they like pick the house up, put it on a truck and just drive away. 
No, but we can try and get some vans and sort it all out. But yeah, we don't have to think about that for a little while now because obviously Soph moving to a different job um, has meant there's a bit of an adjustment period of, yeah. okay, are we moving there? Are we moving somewhere further out? Am I moving all my work up? It's, it's one of those things where we're just sort of working out the logistics of it at the minute, but this means we're just in for a manic few months. But yeah. what, what else would I be if I couldn't come on this podcast every week and say, I've been busy? Been busy. <laughs> but yeah. We've got to be on a shirt, haven't it? It will, it will be at some point, I'm sure. We won't do our usual 20-minute ramble because I know we've got a lot of people who have just yeah. jumped in after the Plymouth match and want to hear all about what we've just seen. Um, we'll go retrospectively, so that's completely the wrong word to use for this scenario. You can tell it's past 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> we will go with what we've just seen first and then we've still got yeah. to talk about Port Vale because we've not talked about Port Vale. But let's talk about Plymouth first. Jake, we both just watched it. What's, what are your thoughts? Right. Considering we just played top of the league and they've not lost at home, to have it snatched from us right near the end was gutting. We played some good stuff in that and we tested them. The one thing is, I think this is the first proper footballing team we've played this season uh, who like to get the ball down, go on quick counters. So we've had to do really well. Going 1-0 down like we did was gutting, but it's the way we came back. Yeah. Last year, we would have buried our heads, not got into it, probably got more. And that credit to more, that credit to the defenders, that the credit to the team. And we did get back into it, and it was a good way of getting back into it. Palmer, what is going on, my friend? You've got three goals for the season. Is, is this your year? Are we going to put, put you down for the Ballon d'Or next, next year? Just believe one, because you're having a cream of a season. It's like that 10K he did every day. just gone, you know what? I've upped it. But, the, the thing that got this wrong was the subs. When he took Bannon and Windows, I get why you're taking them off. I do understand it. You're playing in top of the league, but at that time we had chance. My issue is you've got a mighton on the pitch you have not used properly yet. If we're not careful, that Theo Corbin 2.0, where they're yeah. going to call us and go, we want him back, you're not playing him. What does he have to do just to get in the quad? I don't understand. That. I, I honestly, I'm. I don't understand why we've done that two seasons in a row. S- signed wingers that we're not going to play. I'd rather have him on for Patterson. I said it in the match. I said it was probably about half an hour from the end. I went, "This is a one-all. We know that we can get sucker punched if they go yeah. for it. We we need to sort of now start thinking about because they were starting to grow into the game a little bit. Wednesday were dominant for a lot of that. So I thought if we make some subs. Smith seems to be kind of like, not out of ideas, but he doesn't seem to be getting any joy tonight. Let's take Smith off. Let's put Gregory on for Smith and see if Gregory can have a good half hour. Let's take, who else did I say? I'm trying to think. Uh, Johnson. I said take Johnson off and put, originally I said it's a shame we didn't have Wilkes and then someone mentioned in the chat there's Mighton. So Mighton and Gregory would have been my subs there. So no, he does make two subs, but he takes Windass and Bannon off. And for me, I said it at the time, that could be the killer. You've got to you keep know? one of them on. You can't take yeah. them both off. You're losing your both creative players. I Bannon who got the long balls and Joff Windass who just runs after everything. And to be fair, the goal that scored, I offer, what are you doing, mate? What has happened to you since this injury? That I wasn't just me it, then I, that thought I just that. Don't, I just don't know if it's your head's gone confident-wise. I offer old, puts that in row's head or just kicks it as far as possible. And like before, before that, I think it was over the line. I'm not sure. I watched it back and back. 
if it if it wasn't given, but it's a great chance of defending by a Whitway to get rid of it and stuff. And Stockdale, dear God, man, place your passes somewhere properly. Jesus, you nearly cost us so many times tonight. It doing my. I love him as a keeper. I think he's great at individual stage, but he passing is so lackluster. Like there's no effort in it. It's like he's not even trying. And sometimes you can tell. And to only lose that game 2-1, I think that's a very good result. Because at the start of the game, I would have taken a 1-1 draw. It's just the manner of how we lost it and we could have got back into that and got all three points. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think I think we needed to make the subs earlier and the subs were a big thing. I'm going to highlight um, Wes Morris's comment here who says, I feel sick. That was probably the best performance of the season and taking mm-hmm. Bannon off was silly. Moore really needs to sort these subs out. So that was something that, Obviously, when we looked at, we were, Bannon was running that midfield. Yeah. But Backinson was good, don't get me wrong, but there was quite a few times, you know, when the through balls were coming through from Plymouth, he like sort of stopped expecting somebody else behind him to pick it up. And that worries me. We talk about this zonal marking thing. If he sort of, if that is the case, it just felt like Backinson could have got to some of the the balls there and he he let them go. Backinson didn't seem like he was in the right position. He looked like he was played out of position. And it didn't work. Yeah. Volk seemed to have an okay game again. He looked good. I think, to be honest with you, the thing that I screwed up was actually the injury to James because James was having an excellent game. He really was getting down that thing. And I think you take Iorfa, you put Iorfa on, we probably don't concede that goal because James was actually being a good outlet, making the run, making them work for it. And the annoying thing is, we know we can, the thing is, we know we can play against a team who's top of the league now like that now. We know that's yeah. in our locker. Darren just needs to figure this out and not be so nervous. I'd rather have gone for it and lost 2-1 and then, then sit back and lost 2-1 because the, it was there for the taking at times. Their keeper pulled off some amazing saves as well. Not going to lie, he speak, really had a good game. Speaking of keepers and nervousness, Kieran Green, Stockdale worries me week in, week out. Yeah. It's... How, do you, what do you think on the first goal? You know, when he, do you feel like he could have got down to it or am I being harsh? I'm, I'm wondering if, what, Stockdale's 36, 37 reactions are probably not the same. He could have got down a bit quicker. A little bit, uh, maybe. But then again, three minutes in, is he fully prepared in himself? Like mentally, like, we, we don't We know. should talk through that counter, actually, because that counter was fantastic. It was like Their basketball. Wednesday, Wednesday attacked and then the way they just got the ball quickly up the pitch from the left-hand side. You can't really blame our defence for that. The, no. the, what I can say is, I think it was actually a Wekwe kind of missed the stretch, didn't he? He stretched for mm-hmm. it. And then Stockdale was slow getting down for that. It might have been that early in the game thing, not expecting it to have it thrown, uh, sorry, kicked that loaf and it threw him a little bit. That's where I was going with that. Yeah. I knew thrown was somewhere <laughs> in there. Um, and I just, I do worry about him kicking it out sometimes. There was a couple of times tonight he sort of kicked it straight mm-hmm. and there was, there was attacking players for Plymouth there and we didn't get punished by that tonight, but every time it's the, a white knuckle the goalkeeper, that man. Edison idea he tried to do, that was stupid. That nearly made him fall on his backside. Yeah. I, don't I th- get me wrong. We dominated, like we, do- we dominated big parts of tonight, right? Mm. Um, and the thing that is the issue for me, the big thing in that game is the subs. Yeah. I think it's a little bit, it's, it's the knee-jerk thing just to say more out after it. We played a team that... Uh, Plymouth top of the league now, or it's which stayed there, but Plymouth... No, the top, the top of the league. Yeah. And they haven't, Fun- they haven't lost all season at home. They're, they're, atta- they're, 
their bravery in the attack is something quite admirable for a team, you know? Mm. Their substitutions is what I'd like to have seen. They went for the, uh, you know, the three up top and they really changed it with bringing Cosgrove on, who obviously got their winner late on. It is a yeah. sucker punch, but I look at a game like that and I go, it's not the end. It's October, guys. It is not the end of the world, right? You look at, you look at the sub bench we had. We had Dawson Hunt, Iorfa, Deli Bashiru, Mike and Patterson Gregory. For me, you take Iorfa out of that because that was an injury. It had to make it, couldn't bring on anyone else kind of thing, really. Let's be honest. Had to go free at the back. Mm-hmm. You probably bring Mike and Gregory on a lot earlier. You take Smith off and you probably take Johnson off for Mike and. Yeah, we don't even mention the subs he actually brings on. He brings on Patterson and Fizz for Bannon and uh, Windass, doesn't he? I will say something that I did see with uh, with Fizz. He did go down like early doors, like stretching already. And that's a bit of a concern that a player that just come on is already stretching like with cramp already. Yeah. And that's yeah. something that I said about Fizz with all these people saying, oh, we're going to come in and get the, uh, we're going to get the player, the kind of thing. He, I don't think he got enough stamina at the minute. I don't think he plays enough or trains well enough to do it. Because if you're coming on and already having to stretch, that shouldn't be a thing. It's, I, I was worried about when a couple of our players went down tonight. Because we're talking injuries and stuff. There is always mm. that concern there in fitness. And Wilk's not in the squad. Have we even heard any more on that yet? Haven't heard anything yet. I keep checking Twitter to see if there's any uh, thing getting popped up by journalists. Because uh, Wilk's could have changed the game. Like you could have brought him in and give him give him a run out. And I don't know. I I'm not too broken up about that because it was a great match and Plymouth are a good side. Right. If you're neutral, that's an amazing match to watch. Yeah, it's just it's always sucks conceding in the the time we did, but I kind of have to throw this one back now to Port Vale because if you look at the the thing is with people screaming more out right, if you look at the Port Vale match and the situation, the diabolical match that was right, and the that diabolical pitch. pitch, you we lose that every day of the week last season. Yeah, and we won it. You know, yeah. we got we got the goal. We found the goal. We're finding the goal in those matches. We are getting the win in those matches. It stings coming off a, a good side like Plymouth, and you know, coming home with no points. Long drive on those uh, those Tuesday nights. The people who've done it, fair play to you. That's yeah, absolutely fair play. You, you're probably not going to be home until like two. But coming off the back of that, it's it's. I think the Port Vale match shows me where we're going to end up being because if we can get the points there. They're the ones that are gonna gonna see us up the table at the end of the the end of the season. Mm. It's it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because right now that avail game shows us we can now win ugly. Mm-hmm. That's something that we couldn't do last year. And for all the Vale fans going, oh, Volks has fl- fluked it. No, he didn't. He lines that up perfectly. You see, he's looking up and he takes it. The pit was horrible. To be fair, Vale had some good chances in that game and we managed to soak up a lot of pressure. Those were the games we kind of lost last year. And the thing is, let's be honest, we haven't had a good record against Plymouth for a very long time, apart from when we were at home. When we travelled to them, we're not great. Last time we played and we lost 3-0 and we were already out of sight by that by like half time. This time we'd had to make them work for it till like the last, last kicks of the game. And I think we were, I'll be honest, I'm not, I'm not, this isn't sour great, this isn't one of those things, but I think for, for big spells of that, we were the better side. 
and then for other spells yeah, they were the best. There was there was there was a dominant shift in that game, you know. And the big yeah. change, I, I can't stop saying it for Plymouth was the subs. Yeah. Um, with with their Port Vale, subs it was as well. just but their subs as well. They went to three up top. They saw that there was an opportunity to go for it, and they went for it. And the the annoying thing is, Darren, you're going to have a lot of all the more outers again. And I understand it. I get it. You want someone to blame. And yes, on this one, he is to blame due to the fact of the substitutions. But if he doesn't do this the way he does and we get a draw, you're talking as a tactical genius. It's a really clever, good point. I think it's, yeah. more, I think the, it's more the way we lost it and ha- what minute it was. Uh, if you actually look at it as a whole, that was a very good game. Two very good games for Wednesday, unlucky. But if we were coming into this realistically, were we going to get anything against Plymouth at home? I didn't think we were with how good they were. So the fact that we had to make them go to the 90th is credit to the lads. Can we just mention as well, six wins out of six at home for Plymouth. Yeah. It's their away form that's bad. It's not they're just away, us. It's their away form and they don't score enough. Like, I think they're on like eight goal difference and Ipswich are already on like 15 and we're on 10. Yeah, but they're making that, that home ground a fortress and that's Definitely. what you need to do. Yeah, That's what goes gonna... into the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to go through the playoffs again. Oh, I don't want I that. really don't. No. It's my birthday weekend again, man. The final, I'm not... <laughs> yeah. No. I already had to book a hotel and cancel it last year. We're not doing that again. <laughs> oh. Right. Um, it's a bit of housekeeping, obviously. Follow us at TalkingWord at DexterityBox at PunchF41 on Twitter. Join uh, the Discord if you so care to do. Memberships available below this video. Click join. You can support the channel financially if you have the means cost of living crisis we're not going to be yep. like you must obviously so but if you can and want to please do also leave us some audio reviews apple podcasts Podchaser, those sort of sites you can go to the talking wesley podcast i have noticed there's a lot of people nice saying review. they don't know how to do it we are figuring a way of sorting that out we'll, ju- we'll just do you a short i'll be honest we'll do short, jake yeah. mentioned jake mentioned this to me about two weeks ago and i forgot we will do it <laughs> to be fair so, to be fair he's been busy he's, he's a busy man the, 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 and me busy no nah, i really should mention all. it more if one, if one of these things with, with how it is, we'll show you how to do it. It's very simple, but I understand it. The, the Apple one is not very clear, I will admit. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's just one of those. It's, it's, it's one of those that I just need to do. You know, I need to, I need to sort that out. But yes, um, we're going to go into the new, uh, the League One review. No, we don't do the League One review this week. We'll do the, we'll do the league table for you quickly. So the league table, Plymouth are at, the top of the league with 28 points. Ipswich Town in second with 27 points. And Wednesday with five points off the automatics now with 23 we'll points. Fall, However, we have got... A, Portsmouth have got two games in hand on us. If they win both of them, they're on 27 points. So they'd actually... Remember, October's a busy month for games as well. Yeah. Barnsley as well got a game in hand on us. So Barnsley could technically be level with us if they win their game in hand. So it's, it's annoying, but... To, to drop points there. This is going to be, this is such a tight league. We just need to bounce back from Plymouth. I think that's the, the yeah. big part of this. We need to bounce back from a disappointing result at Plymouth and go, you, and, and go again. If you was said to us that we would have got a win against uh, Vale and then just lose against Argyle before this, I think we all would have taken that because we know how good our Port, uh, Plymouth Argyle are. And the thing is, a lot, there's a lot of games to be played. There's like, Eight or so games, no, seven or so games in the league in October. I think November were very short on uh, games. I think we've got three, maybe four. 
But they're gonna be, if we're up and around this near Christmas, I'm confident. Because we showed last year we can have a good run near the back end. And we're very good at that. Our thing is, if we're going to do this, we need to have a damn good Christmas because that's where we always lose all our points. And then we're playing catch-up by the end of February and March. Yeah, we, 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 we definitely need that in there, you know. So um, just get, get a run, bounce back. That's the best way to do it. But um, let's get in to the news section of the Talking Wednesday podcast. Um, this is an interesting one, starting us off this week. This is from the Yorkshire Post. Ex-Sheffield Wednesday, Swansea City and, uh, I can never say that, Besiktas, yeah? Besiktas, yes. Yeah. I don't know why you me. Carlos, Car- <laughs> <laughs> Carlos Calvillehout made heavy favourite for championship job. Um, quote, the East Yorkshire club have been on the lookout for a new head court coach. This is talking about Hull City, by the way. Sorry, it was in the, it was in the byline, uh, they said. He's linked with Hull, basically. Yeah. I'm not going to read the whole article. He's linked with Hull, the team that beat us in the playoff final (laughs) when he was our manager. Carlos to Hull. How would you (sighs) feel about that one? It's a good opportunity, but it it makes sense. It would, he's still quite high. He did very well at Braga. I was surprised when he didn't renew his contract at Braga. Boyhood Club did well. Uh, that being said, there's a lot of jobs Carla could go to. There's been a lot of sacking during this international break and some very shocking sackings indeed. One person who's still not been sh- uh, sacked is Steve Bruce. How the hell has Steve Bruce not been sacked? I know we're past the watershed, but what were you about to say? <laughs> um, no, I know he's, he's still, he's still clinging on, isn't he? I don't know he's how still- he's still got that job, but this will make sense. They play the right amount of all. The difference for me, that would be interesting, is Carlos seems to be a man now who's very careful who he worked for in terms of ownership. And if this owner's already gone, right, I'm going to sack you now, and you, we only hired you in January, Carlos might be thinking, mm, you know what, I'm not going to do this because yeah. I, I want to have some proper, I want to put some proper roots down with a club. I don't want to have, have me gone in like six games or do what, Nottingham Forest owner did with Olympiacos. He sacked uh, their manager in six games. It's like, it's interesting. I'd be very, very interested to see what happens. No, that's interesting. If that's true, uh, Connor's written and said West Brom are actually top of, top of the expected goals. That that would, that would be a right thing sacked. for Bruce, actually. Yeah. Because it, I remember that playoff run towards the end where it was sort of like, we just need to finish our dinner. Mm. But the expected goals are there. Um, but yeah, I really hope you don't go to Hull. I'm it still fond of Carlos. Good. It would be quite sad. Um, yeah. And as Kieran says, hopefully he goes to Middlesbrough instead. Um, mm. Yeah. Again, another weird one there. Let's talk about the uh, a couple of our players getting into the team of the week. There was Ben Hennigan. And there was also... Wekwe? Uh, team of the week? There was a few. Volks was in... No, I think it was Volks and Hennigan in mm. Team of the Week. So, that was on the back of Port Vale. So, yeah. Can I just say them? how good Volks has come in since we haven't had buyers? He lost the ball and quite he, a bit tonight. He did, he did. But I think he was getting the passes not great. But at the same time, 
he's done what Bayers did when Bayers needed to come in, do his time and get in. And I think that goal on Saturday really helped his confidence. I think you really got the old belt back with the way you were playing. The thing is, Hennigan, what more can we say? He's just winning everything in the air, what we lacked for so long. He, he reminds me a little bit of Reader Johnson, gets it away, no nonsense, done. Yeah. And we haven't had that for a long time, who was fit and reliable. Hutch, sorry, you just were very injury prone for a lot of the time we had you. Uh, apart from the, ironically, the last little bit we had of him. Um, but the thing is, it's showing that we're managing to sort it and sort out the defence. Thing is, we're not losing games by many at the minute. We're very strong at the back. And that's something we couldn't say last year. No, we, 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 we pass it out awkwardly. And there was a <laughs> bit of a row um, in the Plymouth game between Iwekwe and... Oh. I'd love Stockdale to know what that said because not happy. Yeah, <laughs> no, they were, he wasn't happy with the way he passed it there and they both had a go at each other. It looks like we've got very vocal defence, which you want. Yeah. You want that. Um, speaking of goalkeepers, though, Charles, Pierce Charles, has been mm. at the Northern Ireland squad. So he went and he said to the Wednesday website, he said, it was a really good experience. It was a surprise I wasn't expecting. That when I got the call, when I found out, I told my brother Shay because he was going as well and we were both really happy. It's a good motivator if you're getting called up to the senior team. You know you're doing something right, so you have to keep going. I joined in with the small-sided games, uh, games and the shooting when the senior goalkeepers weren't involved. The manager said I was brought in because they can see potential in me. Obviously, it's a good experience for me. I want to kick on now and keep going, end quote. Um, it's good to see young keepers. Yes, that is what they said to him. But it's also because of England are sniffing at him as well. Are they? Yes. <laughs> the England set up and now sniffing at him. And they've kind of gone, oh, we need to get you into the squad now, get you bedded in so you're part of it. But it came out like, I think it was... Is he a... one that's actually English and they're <sighs> sniffing around and, and he's, hang on, I'll, I'll do it. You t- talk a little bit more about his prospects, maybe, because he's, he's still a very player. good keeper. We got him from Man City, and he's one that I got told from somebody who looks at uh, Man City youth stuff and said, you've got a very good player on your hands. If you he doesn't have a Wikipedia. <laughs> now, go to Transfer Marketplace. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with him, because we have been lacking a keeper up and coming for a while, and we need it. The fact that Darren Moore's already allowing him to train with our first team is interesting. Like some of the training video where Darren, uh, Darren, uh, David Stockdale have been pl- saying the dad jokes are good as Worko does in the things and them just going, yeah, that's funny. Like it was interesting, like somebody in the chat, I know we're not meant to be looking at chat. It's interesting that now Rotherham has now got the Exeter manager. Could Dawson go there in the, in the January window? He did like him. What, to Rotherham? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Um, so it, it could be... However, could be talking about the Charles situation, if he was born in the same place as his brother, he's born in Manchester. Right. So, so it'll be by uh, some sort of grandma or granddad. Yeah, exactly. Um, but they are, they are looking at him. They, apparently, England are now looking at him, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. He's a very good prospect, and he's one I'm happy to say that if we nurture it right, we've got a damn good keeper on our hands. The problem is we need to do it properly. And if yeah. you get to like 19, 20, and we think he's ready, play him. 
That's what Sunderland did with theirs. Just play him. Like, I'm getting to the point with our youth academy. Just play some of them or put them on benches. What's the point of us having an academy if we're not going to use it? Do you mean that youth academy that got spanked 3-0 by United yesterday? Shush. I was trying to skirt <laughs> over that. <laughs> we didn't put that in the news. No. But, but that happened. We do. The thing is, we got... They are slowly adding players to uh, the youth academy because we've lost a lot. But we are very bad at using them. We have to start... This is where you make your money nowadays. If you can get your academy right and sell them on and make money, Hull have done it for years. Sheffield United have done it for years. Leicester did it for a while before they went up. You use that academy. Brentford were always good at Peter, but still do it. You use that academy properly, you make money. And it dubbed my head in that we're not using it to that ability yet. Yeah, I I will say just for everybody listening along, by the way, keep your topics coming. We'll use them at the community topics at the end. So even if, obviously, we say a bit of a different format, Mm. we'll get used to these live podcasts. We will keep all the comments coming and any ones that stand out, I will use in the community topics. So feel free to keep thinking of topics and chatting uh, and we'll feature them at the end. Uh, So keep the interesting Wednesday topics coming in for the end there. Be a laugh to actually start with some silly ones as well, wouldn't it? Like the uh, the, yeah. the podcast of old, we'll we'll get there. But yeah, I would like to see our youth system getting implemented in a better way because academies, United's academy, just shot us out the water, right? And we need to we need to. That's they're near Hillsborough. Poor, poor set of words. <laughs> eh? Considering Sheffield United had it that at one point they had someone electrocuted in their pool. <laughs> I didn't know that. It was something stupid. They had like someone electrocuted because there's something really poor at their academy. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> you know. Thanks for bringing that one up. <laughs> Christ. Yeah, they're they they're looking like they're looking to move academy soon, and their academy is actually quite very good considered to our training ground. <laughs> and it's near Hillsborough. So yes. it's in our back garden. Yeah, pretty much. That's quite. God, you've put me in an unfortunate situation there, <laughs> didn't you? Thanks for that. Um, so Michael Smith got player well, of the month. Four ninety nine a month for membership. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Smith got player of the month. We can't edit these; they're live. Michael Smith got player of the month. He said to the Wednesday website, "And quote: It's really nice." feeling to overcome the injury and hit the ground running. The personal performances have been able to help the team, which is the most important thing. There's no hiding with fans. They see everything. So it's a really nice feeling to get the credit for the work you've put in. There would have been no surprises if this award had gone to four, five or six of the other lads in the dressing room. That speaks volumes of the squad the manager has put together. The fans are one of the main reasons I signed here to play in front of big crowds. It's unbelievable. To play in front of over 20,000 every other week and see the following every away game, it really helps the lads. It's, I know it's a cliche, but they are the 12th man and they do it to spur us on and help us over the line. End quote. Well, I'm sure well Rotherham love that. Well. Yeah. It's well been good. It's, it's yeah. been good. Right. The last news story. It's not a news story. It kind of is. Um, yeah. Could. Could. Question mark. Not news. Speculation. Could, speculation. Could Darren Moore be linked with the Middlesbrough job. Because if you think about where Middlesbrough have been heading, mm-hmm. if you think about 
we're talking about overhauling the... Chancery brought him in to overhaul the culture in the club, right? Yeah. Do Middlesbrough need that? Darren Moore does seem like one of the managers. What do we think? Do you think he could be one that gets drafted into so Middlesbrough? I was looking at this earlier today. Now, I think the EFL have the Rooney rule. That's from the United States in NFL where you have to have a, a black person to interview kind of thing. I'm pretty sure it's in the EFL now where you've got to have like someone of ethnic minority to interview. So it's a fair shout. It would make sense. He has been on the list of uh, club to interview in that sense before. Yeah, uh, but to be fair, it wouldn't be. Any, I, I know they'd have to do that, but it wouldn't be anything to do with that, would it? It'd be all no, no, about be, the fact that the, the if we're talking is, about culture and overhaul. Yeah, the, the thing is, this would be a good shout for Middlesbrough in what they want to do. The thing that got gets me is the sun, if they've sacked Wilder already, that is very unlike Middlesbrough. That is very unlike Steve Gibson. Gibson likes to give a lot of managers a lot of time. Gives them a lot of bit of money to spend. He's very, very good. <laughs> He's very, very good at trying to um, put, give the faith. So something's got to have gone wrong in that relationship with Gibson and Wilder. And I'm wondering if it's the transfer window. Hasn't got who he wanted, whatever. Darren Moore would be a good fit, but Chancery will pull his pants down and say, you are going to pay me big top dollar for him. Yeah, because he did it. He did it with the Bruce and Newcastle. But would it be a wise move for Darren Moore at this stage? I mean, there's no, enough really more outers in the he, Wednesday fan base that he, maybe he, he got enough. Thing is, Darren's been backed now. Darren's been backed really heavily. Darren likes being around here. Every time you hear an interview about him, he loves talking about things he's seen in Sheffield, where he goes to eat. He's settled it. It sounds like his family's settled here. So it wouldn't surprise me if he kind of goes, no, I want, I want to finish what I started. Because he's never really managed to finish what he started at club so far. West Brom didn't manage to finish it. Donny didn't get to finish it. So I'm wondering if there's that case that I want to actually try and finish something first and then go yeah. for it. And there's a lot of managers who are out of work at the minute because everyone got sacked. <laughs> really quickly over this international break. It was silly. And also on the Carlos one, surely Carlos would go into Wolves. That's exactly it. You would think, you would think that, but aren't they linked with, they want somebody else. I saw it earlier. Wolves are actually linked with someone. Uh-oh, um, Soph and Worker are arguing in the chat. <laughs> there was podcast people. The, t- the team, the team is out of, uh, out of hand at the minute. Wolves manager link. Who was linked with him today? There was. Oh, was it? Um, oh, was it Fran? No. Was it Fran uh, Francesca? There was. There was that. Um, yeah, there was a couple. Apparently, there's an article that's come out from the 72 that says former Sheffield Wednesday manager Carlos Carvalho would be uninterested in the vacant Hull City job. So, oh. but he would prefer to, he would fancy the Wolves job. So, Carlos wants it. Yeah. Makes sense. They are Portugal FC. Yeah, they are. Um, I think Carlos would do all right at Wolves, to be honest. Yeah. They've, they've, they're struggling a bit this season. But yeah, we, in terms of more, as people are saying, there is um, some this edge, 
edge lad who keeps saying we want more out. I've seen that quite a few times in the chat, but our chat are generally saying that, um, like Nathan Oxley says here, I wouldn't replace Darren Moore. I fully back him. And then yeah. Kieran Green follows with, yeah, changing more would be madness. There would be a new rebuilding process and we are not that far away at the moment. So even if Middlesbrough do need a culture change, mm. I, I, the, the culture he's brought around the club, for that alone and the fact that there's so much positivity around Wednesday, even after a, a loss against Plymouth, on yeah. the back of it, there's obviously some more out chance, but I think um, we need we need to definitely keep hold it, of him and Middlesbrough can stay away. In the sense of more tonight, yeah, more made a mistake. He's sub But if you actually look at what he's done and where we are now, considering to where we were last season, I think before the Vale game, we were, this time last season, before the Vale game, we were 12th. And now we were 4th. We've got the most point total since like 1991. We're scoring, we've got more goal scorers from all over the pitch than any other team in the League One. It's like, there's lots of good stats. It's just these little bits that are not working yet. And I still, I still got 100% say he can get this fixed. But the thing is, it wasn't an individual mistake to a point that changed it. It was just a bad tactic that didn't work. Yeah. You come away with a draw, you're thinking that's a damn good draw against top of the league. I'll take that. I just, I, I'm, I usually, the reason I wanted to do these live podcasts again is because usually you get a feeling in your gut if something's not quite right, but I'm not bothered. No. You were. Well, I before we start, we, started, I as we fuming. sat down, you were getting quite tetchy about, you were quite angry about the way we'd thrown that away. It was you more, didn't it see was it on more, camera. Yeah, it was more, to be fair, when we lose, I am normally quite bad at being a bit grumpy. Uh, but the thing with it is, when you sit down and actually think about it, a draw, a draw and losing to Plymouth isn't the end of the world with how well they started and how good they look. Uh, the games that I would be worried about if we lose is, say, Cheltenham, Cambridge. I'd be more annoyed with that because they're the games that we needed to pick points up that we didn't last year and we, they're the ones we've got to start doing and we are starting to see that kind of dogged determination there. A story I nearly forgot to put in, Jake. Um, I think this is. I think the star. I think Joe Cran specifically has linked us with Owen Windsor. Yes, is and he we've the been lad who's for Luke Cooper. I was asked about this on the. He's at West Brom, oh, so he is. He's done a lot of loads, right? So he's a twenty-one-year-old striker. Interesting. So we are linked with with striking options, probably because of the injuries to Smith and yep. Gregory over the season. <laughs> he's that young younger striker that might get some game time. He's been at West Brom, but he's had loans to Surinchester, Taunton, Grimsby, Newport, and Carlisle from 2019 to 2022, respectively. And a lot of those, he's not really made that many appearances. He's got like he's got about like 25 career appearances. Yeah. And two goals on those loan spells. Six goals for yeah. Surinchester when he first played for them. I can't say I know a lot about this guy. Do you? Does Not anyone? really. Not really, but I don't have an issue with anything Darren Moore does when it comes to recruitment. He normally he, he normally bang on with it. He recruitment yeah. is something he's very good at. There is something else we did also not put in the uh document and I forgot to 
and Worko kind of mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. We've hired another coach. We've hired James. Oh, of course. Yes, actually. Shout out to Scrappy, who um, <laughs> he said this on a Talking Wednesday episode quite a while back. We have hired a coach that does appear but to... remember, he was linked with us last year when he was yeah. Sully Hall manager. Let me um, get the details of that. It's, I forgot his name, who we've hired. James Shan. You already said it. Yeah. Can you find the article? So, right now I've got it. So James Shan has joined the backroom staff. There's not much more <laughs> than that on this one. Have this is got, why we usually do a document it, with it, these articles you it, in. You got it on the, I got it from the club website. Oh yeah, they did it on the club website. Of course they did. Yeah. Keep talking. So this is one of those interesting Have a pop at work because in the chat. we were really, really looking at him last season. I remember we were saying, oh, he's a, because uh, it was around the time we were looking at Kyle Hudlin and we were like, oh, there's a relationship with James Shan and Darren Moore. They were at West oh, Brom together. Oh, yeah. I Do you remember, remember? that now? Yeah. yeah. So we were like, and we were thinking maybe we could get this over the line because they know each other. And then when he lost his job, they were taught that he could come in and, uh, Darren, it was around the time we got the other Donny lad in, uh, coach. And we're like, oh, that's a strange one, but we'll see what happens. But James Shannon come in as like a technical coach, but it is another coach. It is what Worko said that we needed. Yeah. Kind of so, and it's someone Darren knows very well, which helps. So Moore said the following. And quote, Jimmy has come on board to supplement the first team squad as first team coach. He'll be helping to prepare the team for training sessions in the week and on a match day. Bringing Jimmy in allows me to divide up the squad in training sessions so we can work on specifics in small groups to develop team understanding, combination plays, relationships and other extra details. He understands how Jamie, Simon and I work. He's someone I've worked with before. When I first started in my management career, he was my assistant manager with West Brom in the Premier League. Now the opportunity has presented itself to work together again. I'm really grateful the chairman has allowed us to bring him in. On a day-to-day basis, he allows us to divide the team into smaller numbers and work on the sessions in more detail. Okay, cool. We need more coaches. We need, we've needed that yeah. there. So if it takes off the um, and also workload. Look at the timing of bringing in the coach when Chancery is in the country. This is that relationship of them sitting down and going, what do you need, Darren? Well, I kind of would like a coach. Who do you want? Yeah. And I think that's that. If he's been back this much, you've just got, we've got, the fans have just got to get behind him for the temporary. Jumping yeah. back to Owen Windsor, by the way, he doesn't have a FIFA card this year. We've got to do the FIFA card. Oh, yeah. It's, it's bad. Is it bad? He's got a FIFA 22 card. He's a 56 bronze, <sighs> 69 pace, 56 shooting, 48 passing, 57 dribbling. You're loaning 90, him to Grimby in your career mode, in, aren't you? I have been loaning players to Grimsby, haven't I? Yeah. yeah that has been something. Check out the uh, FIFA 23 career mode on the Actually, Dexterity I need to box check channel. that. I was going to check Alex Hunt's card today and I forgot. No, it's uh, an interesting one. Right. Should we see if there's any interesting yeah. community topics in this chat? Um, I will shout out our super chat, Kieran Green said, take my money, lol. So thank you very much for doing the... Appreciate it, Kieran. F- for doing that. Normally, if this is a Dexterity, what's that... Calls out Kadeem, but it's not. Yeah, the podcast won't call out a Kadeem, actually. I should probably put a disclosure in there. For anybody who doesn't know, Kadeem Harris is still one of my notifications for £10 and <laughs> Is above. that in new you still? £5? He's there somewhere. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, 
Phil Starr says, I'm not a mathematician, but aren't we still on two points a game? We're on 23 points after 12 games. So no. No. We're one point off that. Um, Annoyingly, the team we play next actually got a win tonight. A lot of people are talking, yeah. Yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. A lot of people are talking about the subs. Mm. The subs tonight are I. I, I'm the bit that concerns me is the might and thing. Why bring him in? And he was very, very uh, not critical, but praising Darren with how he spoke to him to get him in to the club. Yeah. Why bring him in and not play him? Have you have you told him the right things and then not play him? I know it's yeah, it does that. It's, Wes Morris wrote in and said, "Question: If Carlos offered his services tomorrow morning, would you replace more? I think no. after what we've just said, probably not. But uh." Carlos, there is a soft spot here in green. <laughs> think uh, Cristiano Ronaldo would get in our team. Not sure he's wanted at his club. <laughs> would it work? Does he press let, enough let, for let, us? Like, 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 like Samido, if he can have a word. Yeah, I think still, still, doing all right. To be fair, Samido does still owe Cristiano a trip to to Hill, but he did say he wanted to try and get him to a game. That's true. Um, I do think, apart from scrappy and simple, um, having a <laughs> having a meltdown. <laughs> And is in there as well with the emojis. You've got to go join the. If you are listening on audio, get in on these live ones when we do them and we say we're yeah, doing them a week good. before. But thank you for being patient with that. Right, let's get back into the uh, into the madness that is the normal podcast. Um, looking up at what Wednesday you've got next, and that is Cheltenham. So Wednesday are going to be playing Cheltenham on Saturday. Who are Saturday? Yes, yes, obviously. Yes. Um, my brain is working overtime right now. Your brain's going, I shall be asleep, and I'm not. <laughs> Their record is 3-2-5-11. This might be slightly out, depending on whether they played tonight or not, but I don't think uh, they did. Y- yeah, they did. They won one did now, they? so it is out. So they got 13 points? Yes, they played. Yeah, they won 1-0 against Bolton. Yeah, I managed to... Who updated the document? Me. Genius. Wow, I'm actually impressed. Um, but yeah, so that sounded really, really... <laughs> Really, really sarcastic, didn't it? But yeah. I'm just going to clip that and put that on my soundboard. Their home record is better than their away record. So hopefully when they come to Hillsborough, they'll struggle. How are you feeling about Cheltenham? Different Cheltenham from last season because their gaffer is now, their old gaffer is now at Barnsley. So I don't know what to expect a little bit. They are dog. They are dogged team that work well. We will have to keep an eye out for Alfie May again, because uh, I remember last season he skinned Johnson to get his first goal, and it was a good goal. Um, it's going to be an interesting one. If we can play well at home, which we know we can, I think we've got a good chance. But these are the games I'm more worried about: the Cheltenham, the Cambridges. These are the games we threw away last year, yeah. and we got a lot of these in October. I think, uh, let me have a look. We've got, Cam- we've got Cheltenham, Cambridge, Lincoln. Oh, Lincoln. That wasn't a good game last year away. Uh, Bristol Rovers and Burton, all in October. It's a rough month. It's a, it's a packed month, that really, isn't it? It's going to look a very the, different league at the end of it. And they're all the games we struggled with normally last season. Well, if we do a Port Vale that we did, if we can do our, you know what we've done against Port Vale as I was saying earlier in in those matches, we'll be much better off, yeah. which is what we want really. Because um, yeah, Footsie says we actually have a really good run of fixtures, and you can see them like that. But as Punk was saying there, 
it is it is the tricky side of can Wednesday get over the hurdle of those fixtures because it's not always been the case. On paper, um, you're looking at at least a hatful of points, really, but it's not played on paper, it's played on grass. Oh, all right. Do you want to do you want to have you got any more in your book of footballing cliches, Jake, that you could add? No, I I, I had to sell the Mark Lawrence book for energy bills. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That's uh Bring the real, real world misery in there, but yes, it's been an interesting night. Um, yeah. Plymouth result disappointing, but good match. Yeah, but it's been good to chat to you. Got anything to add this week? Um, just try and not have your heating on and put more layers on. Try <laughs> <laughs> not have your heating on. Yeah, let's go back to the seventies where people opened a can of bloody sardines with a knife and fed a family of four with it, and then decided to freeze the. Th- they decided to defrost their fingers in front of a coal burning fire after digging it up themselves. I'm going to stop. Right. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's been it for. You're going to enjoy Grumpy Old Man Dave, mate. You're going to love it. <laughs> You're episode... already there. <laughs> that has been it for episode 86 of the Talking Wednesday podcast live again. And we will be bringing these to you live a little bit more regularly, hopefully. Um, very asleep but we're still going with it thank you for the uh, thank you for appreciating that these will be out slightly later because usually you would have had the podcast on tuesday at 12 if you're an audio listener but this will have be coming on the wednesday now so thank you for your patience but for now take care of yourselves and we will see you in the next episode of talking wednesday see ya <laughs>